I just recently learned the phrase black swan event. Now, I may be a little bit late to this party, but it means a negative, unexpected event that in hindsight should have been obvious. And that's the debate for whether COVID was a black swan event. Now, I may love this phrase because I like that ballet and I really love the movie with Natalie Portman in it. But in an ongoing discussion on this podcast of things that changed during COVID, which should probably be what it's called, our next guest, Beyond the Bar, it's hard to imagine their business around before COVID. It just all seems to fit together, right? Beyond the Bar is an alcohol-free bottle shop that also provides tastings. Everybody seemed to drink their faces off during COVID. And there's a movement, whether it's for health reasons or just like, hey, we got to chill or like the Gen Zers apparently aren't drinking as much because they see the risks involved. Anyway, it just seems like a great concept for where we are right now. So I'm excited for you to hear what they have to say. Hello, Texans. I'm Susanna, and this is the Susanna Gibb Show. I own an insurance agency. I've also been an actress for 25 years, which is this interesting blend of art and business. And I'm a sucker for a good story. And we hear so many interesting stories from our clients. The hows, the whys, the failures, choosing to get up and go again. We're going to talk to artists, idealists, entrepreneurs. And uh, yeah, I hope you like it. At the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you an insurance tip of the week to send you out into the world smarter, more knowledgeable. Thank you again for being here. Please connect with us at GibAgencyDallas.com. We'd love to hear from you. And now, on with the show. So on the podcast with me today, I have kind of unique. We've never had a podcast with four people, so I'm pretty excited. We have um, from our office, Shelby has joined me today. Shelby's been with me for a long time. And our guests are Andrea and Julie. They are co-founders of Beyond the Bar Bottle Shop. You guys call yourself a bottle shop, right? And Richardson, but it's a very unique concept. I'm very excited to have them here to talk about it. So thank you all for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. So describe what Beyond the Bar is for somebody who's probably never heard of it before. Well, uh, we started with pop-ups and basically um, it's a where there is a movement of being able to have adult beverages without the alcohol, without the hangover, without the shame, all that goes with drinking alcohol, but you still want to have a good time. You still want to have an adult beverage. You don't want to sit at a table with your friends drinking a Pepsi, you know, sometimes. And so, um, so we started with pop-ups around dry January. Um, I developed a passion about this back in about 2019. And then, um, kind of let it go for a while. And then this past September, I took a trip to Chicago and noticed every restaurant we went to had these zero proof options on their menus, alcohol-free, you know, beverages. And they were really good cocktails that, you know, cause a lot of times if you go to the bartender and ask for a mocktail, they'll make 
a fruit drink for you or something. A lot of times it's high in sugar. And so um, I came back from Chicago really inspired. And um, I started an Instagram page just for just to kind of get Dallas going with uh, what's what is out there, what could be out there, what I found, you know, and um, and then our friends Reed and Julie uh, reached out and said, and they are prior bar owners, and she can tell you their story. But um, we decided to collaborate, and so we started with some pop-up events uh, for Dry January this year, and then um, those were very successful. We did several, and we signed our lease for this brick and mortar um, in March, and so it is a bottle shop of what you would think if you go into, you know, if you go if you're like I need a bottle of vodka, you go to a liquor store. And that's basically what we are. We also have a tasting room where we can host events as well. Um, but none of our beverages here have have alcohol. But we have wine, beer, spirits, canned cocktails, and we mix mix up drinks and everything. So you do or do not have alcoholic beverages there at all? We don't have any alcoholic beverages. The, the highest alcohol content okay. that anything we have, we have here would be 0.5, which is about the same amount that you'd get in a glass of orange juice or kombucha. So some of the de-alcoholized wines, for example, have 0.5. Some of the spirits have 0.5. However, we do have some that are zero, totally zero proof, uh, like the Ritual line, for example, is zero proof. Um, we do have some botanicals that... Uh, were never alcohol in the first place. So we, we do have kind of something for everyone. Uh, the botanicals have their own flavor profiles. Um, so they don't even taste anything like alcohol at all. They're just kind of like a unique uh, beverage. So we have a lot to offer really, um, depending upon what you're looking for, but everything here is alcohol free. So you said something that really resonates with me. Um, so I'm Shelby. I have been sober since 2019, and it is true. You go to a bar in Dallas. I don't know how to order um, a non-alcoholic beverage still to this day because every time I try, like you said, it's just a, like kind of a mess of a drink, and it tastes like straight sugar, and it's um, honestly pretty horrible most of the time. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. <laughs> Well, you'll um, be surprised. You... Oh, sorry. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I mean, there are, there are some really um, amazing mm -hmm. cocktails that we can mix up for you here, and as well as uh, alcohol-free beer, um, canned cocktails, and, and the wines. So, I mean, we've got some really delicious-tasting things we can share with you. Yes. <laughs> I love the wines because I used to, that was huh. funny. I would wind down in the evening with wine, and so now I still can, but there's exactly. no in it. Plus, I love the adaptogenic beverages, um, the ones that have like ashwagandha for relaxation, lion's mane to help with focus, um, uh, L-thionine to help with feelings of relaxation while being in focus. So we have numerous beverages that offer that. So you can get that kind of relaxed feeling that you might have gotten before from an alcoholic beverage or a glass of wine. But it's truly good for you exactly it's truly exactly. wellness uh focused as opposed to you know mm -hmm. jacking up your cortisol and what the effects that alcohol truly have on your body shelby what else you got i know you have you know you have such a unique perspective on this we've had many many conversations about life pre and post sobriety um you know there's a huge shift in alcohol consumption 
during COVID and then post COVID. And I know that there's lots of people who are like, A, I drank too much during COVID and now I really want to, really want to chill. But that's the big reason why I asked Shelby to be on this podcast today is because I, I was like, wow, you have such a unique perspective on this. Um, so, so, um, my question is how familiar are the two of you as well as your staff with alcoholism? Because, um, I have to think that a big part of your clientele is recovered alcoholics. So as a recovered alcoholic, I know that we love to talk about our sobriety. So, um, when we find somebody that kind of knows how to talk about it and carry on that conversation, it's really exciting for us. So, yeah, absolutely. Great question. Well, I mean, I would say that we're, we're familiar. I mean, we've, we've definitely are familiar with the 12 steps. Um, one of the things that's very important to us is we don't want to be triggering to anyone. Um, so we ask if they want something that tastes like alcohol or if they'd rather have something that has its own unique taste. Um, so that's very important to us. In fact, we've partnered with, um, Phoenix, um, they joined us uh, for one of our recent, uh, it was a dry happy hour over at the Virgin Hotel. Uh, we also had Mad come out um, with a, a contestant from Miss Texas, uh, Madison, who was amazing. And she um, she called it mocktail. She came and made a mocktail uh, with us. Um, so she's been volunteering with Mad for a while. And so definitely that's something you know, that we're, we're very open about discussing and we applaud everybody that's on this journey. Um, and I can tell you as somebody that used to drink too much, but now that no longer drinks, um, that I really value my sobriety uh, just because um, I feel like I have more time now. I'm more present. Um, it's just given me a lot back uh, to ex be able to experience my life. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow night, we're doing an event signature event for it's artists and music and recovery or artists and musicians and recovery mm -hmm. wow um so that first part that you said i love how you ask do you want it to taste like alcohol or do you not because mm -hmm. um like i said still into my sobriety i am like terrified of something that tastes like alcohol um so oftentimes even to when we're at a restaurant and i ask for a non-alcoholic beverage I asked my husband to try it first because if I even get like a little sip of alcohol, it could be just disastrous to me. So um, I love that you guys asked that at the get go. That's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> and that's important. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a big responsibility, uh, you know, and it's something that we do take very seriously. Uh, but we also want everybody to to have a great time too. I mean, it's a very, it's a very lighthearted place. And I mean, we, we do tastings, we serve full-sized uh, beverages as well. We do the pop-up events. We, we have a lot of fun drinking non-alcoholic beverages. <laughs> and our first uh, pop-up that we had, that we organized, we, it was sold out. We had like, I think the venue was at capacity, which was like 150 people, but um, we had a DJ and, you know, we use great, like fun dance music. And I was like, this is going to be a a sober dance party, which I don't know if I've ever <laughs> been to one, but it was like, it was great. People were tearing up the dance floor. <laughs> Fun. What percentage of your people are choosing your beverages for health reasons versus 
people who are in recovery. And speaking with a lot of our suppliers, um, honestly, they're saying that 80, around 85% of their client base still do drink alcohol. Just maybe, you know, they're just more mindfully drinking. So, you know, they, they choose to not drink alcohol if they're, you know, going out. They have an early morning or, you know, maybe they have, they start with an alcoholic beverage and then switch over when it gets closer to, you know, time to drive home or, you know, it's just everybody's preference. But, um, but I think, you know, you touched on earlier, Susanna, about the, the pandemic. And I think whether people are still drinking or not, everyone is a little more, my, a little more wellness uh, focused, trying to, (laughs) trying to pull it, rein it back in, if you will. Um, Recover from the pandemic. Yeah. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think it just, we have a lot of clients that are pregnant or their friends are pregnant. So they come in to buy gifts for them. Um, it just really runs the, runs the gamut. Some people mm-hmm. have health issues. Some people just want to slow it down a little bit. And then um, there is a good portion that are in recovery. So we do, we do have a nice, a nice blend of, of uh, clientele really that are in different uh, areas of their lives, but it's, it's just kind of nice and, and refreshing to meet everybody and, you know, um, kind of help them on their journey, whether it's cutting down on drinking alcoholic beverages and they're just supplementing or if it's a health journey or a recovery journey, you know, we're, we're there for you, you know, wherever you are, really. Where do you guys stand on the whole phrase mocktail? Like, I know you mentioned it earlier that she was making a mocktail, but Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about the the mocktail uh pushback when you mock something you kind of make a mockery of it and so i don't love the term because what we are doing is we're providing cocktails without the alcohol so it's not a fake cocktail or a mocktail it's actually um it's a sophisticated adult beverage that just doesn't have you know it has complex flavors and um yeah, it just doesn't have the alcohol. So, you know, I was, I, I mentioned, I, I use the term mocktail when I'm talking to a bartender sometimes because that's the language they know that they're familiar with. But generally we, you know, we just, we're not making mocktails. We're making cocktails <laughs> with, that are alcohol free. Exactly. But I mean, I'm not, I'm personally not a big fan of the term mocktail either because it, it it's like it's making a mockery of what you're doing. Uh, but if somebody uses the term mocktail, we're not going to say, don't use the yeah, word. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, just it's, <laughs> it's just our personal preference because we do feel like we are we are having uh, cocktails. They're just alcohol-free, you know, and they are adult beverages, and they're delicious, you know, so there's nothing to mock about that. <laughs> there was, um, you guys probably know it, but I can't remember. There's a, um, a cocktail bar that started in Denver, and I think it's since expanded to... LA, but it's doing really well. Um, and it's a, um, alcohol free cocktail bar, which initially when my husband first told me about it, Shelby, of course was like, I love it. This sounds so fun. But I was like, how would you go there? I mean, I was like, I would suck, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sipping on a seven up right here, but I drink it so fast. And he was saying, no, the whole point of a, a nice cocktail is that it's got so many flavors that it is something you want to sip. You don't want to just suck it down really fast. 
why why is it that there's more products available now or what has made this time different from just like a soda fountain? Well, I really think that uh, Generation Z has has been a big influence on uh, the rise of alcohol-free and millennials as well, um, just because they're really not drinking like they were. I mean, my husband and I were bar owners and we saw alcohol sales starting to plateau and go down. And I think a lot of people just started to become more health conscious because the pandemic, you know, I mean, this is the, the first we've had in a century. And, I, and a lot of people, unfortunately, were drinking too much, myself included, during that time frame. And then I, I think people just kind of woke up and said, hey, I can't keep this up all the time. But there are, yes, what you said, Susanna, there are more products available now. Um, there are some stellar product lines out there. Um, and I've got to say, I made an amazing uh, lavender French 75 today um, that you would enjoy and sip. And it and it's certainly not a 7-Up, <laughs> you know. Um, it's a sophisticated alcohol-free cocktail. So um, there are just more options out there, and, and people are just more focused on health um, and having a healthy lifestyle and also on recovery, too. That's my take anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll have to hit you up on What are that. some of your oh. best sellers? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, the French 75 sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, that used to be one of my favorite drinks. So I, I was going to say I'll have to hit you up on that French 75 one day. <laughs> oh, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and and the, bitters that, the bitters that we use are all the bitter. And they are alcohol-free, just to let you know. I have a question actually related to that. So actually, my drink of choice was... Um, makers on ice with a splash of coke how do you like i know we're not saying mocktail but how do you even replicate that without is that even something you can do or in my mind it's more of like the vodka based drinks that are seem a little bit easier um so so yeah how do y'all do like the whiskey side of it Mm -hmm. we have um there's i mean there's a there's several products out there we carry about three or four whiskey alternatives um and they they're all good in different ways kind of like actual bourbon or or whiskey you know they they all have different flavor notes and things like that um some like the spiritless i don't know if you can see that behind us but the it's the kentucky 74 is what it's called it has a very like malty taste like a kind of a malty whiskey Mm. um so it is really good for mixing it makes like a really good old-fashioned or something Mm -hmm. um and then we have some lighter ones that are just really good just to like sip on their own with some caramel notes and different flavors. There, flavors. there are a lot of options now. In fact, um, we have uh, several canned cocktails. Um, one of them is by Crisp and Crude, an Austin-based brand, and it's called a Gold Fashioned. And it tastes like an old fashioned. Uh, there's another one that you would like um, by Liars, and it's an American malt. It's mm. a, yeah, it's a Coke. It's Coke a Cola. 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 That's right. Not American malt and cola. Yeah. So it's it's exactly what you described. Exactly. In a can. Yep. Ready to drink. So. Wow. I have some drinks to try. So what are what? (laughs) So what are some of your favorite drinks that you guys like to make? It's interesting because when you guys start describing the tastes and the flavor palettes, like 
that's when I'm like, wow, this is this is where their passion is. Like you you talk you sound different, you sound lighter, you get more excited. It is like I feel like we've just stumbled upon I don't know, my favorite hobby ever. <laughs> you know, like people and, we're, and other people are getting excited too. So a lot of it is education and we mm-hmm. so we've uh, been enjoying that part of it as well. It's been it's been a lot of fun, but if you have to pick my favorite summer drink, I would go um, probably with uh, the Liars um, London Spirit. I make a pink spritz with that, and it's very light. It's kind of like a pink gin, and and then I mix that with the Liars Prosecco, so it's very bubbly and light, and it tastes pink. <laughs> it does. It's a very kind of girly drink. We did that for Mother's Day. Yeah, we did. We did. That was our special drink. Oh, how fun. Day. It's delicious. Very bubbly. So that's my, my personal favorite right now. What about you, Andrea? Yeah, I love the um, the crisp and crude mm-hmm. ready-to-drink cans. They have a mellow mule. That's one of my favorites. It tastes just like a, a Moscow mule because you get the... I love that ginger spice, mm-hmm. you know, like you get in the ginger beer or drinks, ginger... And the Moscow Mule has the ginger beer in it. And so that Mellow Mule is really good. Um, and I do love a lot of the Prosecco um, mm-hmm. alternatives because you can make a mimosa and it's it just tastes like a mimosa. It's really good. And I'm a big fan of Hayo. I love the uh, the peach mango. So it's an adaptogenic drink. And it's it's juicy but not too juicy. And it makes you feel relaxed. Yeah, so. so it doesn't taste like any type of alcohol you would have had. Mm-hmm. But if you pour it in a glass, it kind of m- might feel like you're having a glass of wine, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't taste like wine. But it's just kind of a relaxing beverage. Oh, how fun. And what do you guys, what's the, as far as, you're more of a bottle shop than a bar, correct? Yes and no. <laughs> well, yes and we, no. Well, when you come see us, half, half of our space is the b- actual bottle shop. And the other half is our tasting room, which is where we are right now. Which is where we are right now. We're we're actually sitting behind the bar right now, but it's like an it's a it's a cozy space. Uh, but we've hosted uh, numerous events here, um, art an art event for the city of Richardson. Um, so so we can fit a decent a decent amount of people in here. So we're we're actually both. Um, it was important to us because so many people they don't know what's out there. And they don't know what it tastes like. And they want to have a chance to experience it. And that's why it was very important to us to have this tasting room and slash bar. Because you can get a full-size drink. And we will start doing some happier hours soon. We kind of joke and say we are getting our training wheels off. Mm-hmm. You know, because gotcha. we've, we've only been open for like, you know, technically, what, three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. Fourth week. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was only three weeks brand new well wow. as far as our brick and mortar goes as yes as our yeah um that's so exciting what we've been doing is kind of featuring a cocktail of the week um that you can you know take like drink here at our bar mm-hmm. and purchase um but then we also keep just like some some beverages open like some bottles open that we can just taste samples mm-hmm. you know but we always try have, before you buy we always have classics too like uh, an old-fashioned I c- we can always mix up a nice little margarita on the rocks or wine a, by the glass wine by the glass dark and stormy you know so we can do all different kinds of of drinks it's not just the drink of the week 
Can people just walk in or do they need to make an appointment? Oh, yes, you can walk in. Um, so we're open uh, Tuesday uh, through Thursday, noon to 7. And then we're open uh, Saturday, Friday and Saturday from noon to 8 and Sunday from noon to 6. Now, Mondays are by appointment only right now. Yeah. Okay. And you're so, off the square in Richardson? Yes, we're um, we're in the uh, in the uh, core district. It's called, so we're right off seventy five, um, and so we're on on uh, seventy five. Uh, when you exit it, Main Street and Beltline split, so we're on the Main Street side on the east side, and so we're in a nineteen fifty eight breeze block building. Uh, it's really beautiful um, and uh, pretty easy to find because we're we're facing the freeway. So, yeah, but hopefully you guys will come in nice. and do a tasting with us. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Shelby, do you have any other I questions? Do have one more. Yeah. But I forgot it. One more. So okay. before okay. I was sober, one of my biggest fears was, oh, no, how am I going to have fun without a drink in my hand, without alcohol? So um, I'm sure you guys get that a lot. How do you guys respond to that? That's a good question. I would say, really, it's it's not about having a drink in your hand. I mean, part part of the thing is having a drink in your hand makes you feel more comfortable, right? Like you're part of the crowd. And so one of our goals is to get alcohol-free spirits and co canned cocktails and beers in bars uh, more accessible. So that way you can have that alcohol-free drink in your hand and you can participate. But, you know, of course you can have fun. I mean, our, our thing is we're, we're all about fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to host a, a sober karaoke series. We're doing us. We're going to start doing a sober mm -hmm. cinema um, with a with a big, uh, a big company out here. So, I mean, it's 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 about mindful fun. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really trying to build community around, you know, exactly that being able to have fun without alcohol in your hand because i mean we we know alcohol just makes you desensitized it doesn't make you more fun it doesn't make you more engaging if anything it dulls all that down and so right. being able to really engage with people and still feel social because for whatever reason our society really centers around drinks <laughs> and so yeah um so you can still have delicious drinks and and actually be more engaging with the community around you and do fun activities and be authentic Mm -hmm. be be your true self and not and not wear the mask of alcohol you know oh, I love that I right. love that a lot is there anything that you guys want to talk about that I didn't we didn't ask you well we have an Instagram maybe your website <laughs> yeah website. website Instagram that'd be good yeah so it's how uh, can people find you yeah it's beyond the bar.com isn't it mm -hmm. beyond the bar.com and then um instagram handle is bbbevcom it's bb well if you just look up if you just look up beyond the bar on instagram you'll find it <laughs> yeah um, awesome. but we'll post all of our events and things coming up and our address and information is all on there you can also um go on our website and order stuff and pay and then just we'll hold it back for you to come pick up as well Oh, that's so cool. Well, that, that's so cool. It's so fun being in insurance as long as we have. We have these clients that we've had for years and years. And so we check in with them every year because we have to update their sales and update their payroll and all this stuff. But it's, I can't wait to check in with you guys in a year to see how well you've done because I, I, I 
don't doubt you're going to be a huge success. There's so many people interested in this non-alcoholic cocktail. I, I think it's not just a trend, but it's a growing want that people want. So I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm all about your success. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And we are excited, you know, to chat with you guys and would love to have you come out and, you know, try some different things and, and see what, what you like. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate thank it. You. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Take care. Bye. What I really found interesting in that podcast is aside from their product knowledge, which I did love hearing about the lavender French 75 and all the different options that you have to have a really good non-alcoholic cocktail. So many people use alcohol as a way to connect with people, right? That you're going to drop your inhibitions a little bit and be able to make a better connection when really what they talked about is how it can block you from being your true self, your authentic self. I thought that was really interesting. They have a really great concept. I think they're going to do very well. And now our insurance tip over the week. So if you have a restaurant or like beyond the bar, having liquor liability is really important. This is going to cover you if somebody comes in. Obviously, there's lots of TABC training that goes into making sure that people aren't overserved and they don't leave and go cause an accident and potentially hurt people. But what if they do? What if that you're beyond the bar is deemed liable? That's where your liquor liability comes in. Now, if you're having a party at your house, you can also buy event insurance and it can often include liquor liability. Depending on the size of your party, you may not know everybody who comes there. You may not be able to see everybody that leaves and know that everybody was served appropriately or that they didn't come in half cocked on the booze that they drank before they got there. And event insurance is actually pretty inexpensive and a good way to cover you. If you'd like to connect with us, please go to GiveAgencyDallas.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a story that you'd like to promote, hit us up. Even if you're not our client, we'd love to hear it. Thank you again for being here, and we'll see you again next week.